You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. I'm Jack Ward, and you're listening to the largest and longest-running showcase of modern audio drama in the world, The Sonic Society. I'm here with my co-host, David Alt. Yes, good morning, Jack. And with tight time schedules, our show this week is from Oral Traditions and Stephen Cardinal. Sometimes a magic hat is more than just a magic hat. And sometimes you don't always get the real story the first time. Frosted is our attempt at correcting the story you may have heard of that particular frozen fellow. Frosted begins right here on the Sonic Society. Our old traditions presents Frosted. This production is suitable for all audiences and would likely be rated G. Do you hear that out there? That, my friends, is the sounds of success. It sounds like there's a thousand people in the audience. Try ten thousand. Ten? All cheering Uh. to see us. You. Uh, How are my teeth? I had some spinach quiche from the buffet. No one's going to see your teeth, Henry. Fine. They're fine. You should know better than to eat spinach before a show. Uh, just channeling my inner Popeye. Save it for the stage, Henry. Aye, aye, Captain Hocus Pocus. What's that? Uh, it's your tablet. Incoming call. Oh, that'll be Val. We've got a show to do. It'll just take a second. Oh, give me that. Hey, hon. I'm just about to go on. I know. We just wanted to wish you good... Ah, ah, ah. I mean, tell you to break a leg. Karen! Hey, kiddo. Break a leg tonight. Aw, oh, thanks, Snowflake. I wish we could be there. I miss you. I know you do. When are you coming home? Soon. Just a few more shows. Put Mommy back on, okay? Okay, Daddy. I love you. I love you, too. Ladies and gentlemen. Henry, it's time. I know. You missed a really great recital tonight. Karen was really... I know, honey. I know. Look, I really have to go. I know you do. I recorded it. Will you watch it later? Ah, I think there's a party after tonight's show. I really have to go to that. But after the party? Yeah, honey, I will. I really have to go. The audience... Go, me, Hinkle the Magnificent. Professor Hinkle the Magnificent. Okay, honey, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Henry! Coming! And don't forget your hats! Make it stop. Uh, uh. Henry, turn it off. Uh, uh. Henry! All right, all right. I got it. Hey, Val. Rough night last night? What time is it? Ten o'clock. Ten? 
My time. Honey, it's seven o'clock here. Why are you... So how did it go last night? Last night went great, yeah. Oh, good. Did you watch the recital? The recital? No, I didn't get to that yet. Today, I promise. Karen wants to ask you about it. She's really excited. Excited. Right. I know. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. After coffee and a shower. Hoke! You didn't let that rabbit run around your hotel room last night. She's well behaved. Gross. She just called me gross, didn't she? Hush. Honey, I gotta go get some food. Fine. I'm taking Karen to the mall for some new clothes. There's this pair of shoes she's been asking about forever. After that, she's really going to want to hear from you. Okay, okay, I'll watch the damn recital. Henry! Sorry. I feel like crap. The party. I'm sorry. I'm worried about you. Worried? This quest for stardom. You're missing parts of your daughter's life that will never come around again. I'll watch the video. It's not the same as being there. Honey. Fine. Go. Take some aspirin. I'll talk to you later, hon. God, Hoke. You've drooled all over the pillow. She's right. You are gross. Coffee ready yet? Just what I need. A caffeinated magic rabbit. Beats the alternative. Sometimes I wonder. Call room service. For what? Carrot crepes? You know I don't really eat carrots, right? That's only in cartoons. Nothing like reality, right? In reality, I have a talking rabbit that only I can hear. Hocus Pocus Esquire, Lord of the Hutch, who only eats poached quail eggs on toast points. Whole grain. Whole grain toast points. I stand corrected. Oh, and get me a garden salad, too, will you? I'm famished. Yikes. Room service is expensive. Have you seen these prices? You're a star. If you can't afford the finer things in life, why are you doing this again? I'm wondering that myself. Wondering? Last night you saw why you were doing this. That crowd. Those fans. And you seem to be enjoying the extra attention at the after party. What extra attention? Come on. What was her name? Bambi? Candy? Cindy. She was just a nice lady. In a very low-cut gown. (sighs) I'm a married man. I've got a family. Who loves you very much. Yes, yes, I know. I could tell by that call this morning. I'm failing them. Don't start this again. You're doing your best for them. You're being a provider. What family wouldn't feel lucky to have a star for the head of the household? Uh, I don't know. There are kids without dads. Single moms working two, sometimes three jobs. Your family's got it good. You know, that's exactly the subtext I got from Valerie's call this morning. We're so proud of you. You're the best dad ever. So what are you thinking? Give it all up? Toss your passion aside? Your dreams? Go manage a chain of Chuck E. Cheese restaurants so you can be home at five every night? What's wrong with being home every night? Boring. Helping my daughter with her homework. Boring. Tucking her in at night. Death by boredom. Where's the appointment?
applause. The recognition. Think you'll get a write-up in Variety for being an average dad? <laughs> Buffo Papa says Rolling Stones are parenting tour de force, according to Roger Ebert. You know he's dead, right? Just like your aspirations if you continue down this road. <sighs> I better watch the video. Crap. Well, if you're throwing in the towel, you better do it quick. Checkout is 11 o'clock. Now, how about that room service? Karen, you're gonna be late. I told you I could drive her. Go right by there. And that top hat really doesn't go with your pajamas. Karen! Old habits. Oh, I made you a lunch. It's on the counter. Thanks, hon, but I have a work thing. They take the new hires out for lunch. I thought I told you. Um, guess I forgot. What time will you be home? Uh, five, I guess. You'll remember to pick up Karen. After school? No, Henry, she's got soccer after school. She needs a ride home from the field after that. Oh, yeah, right. Karen! I'm ready! Kisses! Bye, Daddy! Karen, your book bag? Bye, Henry. See you tonight. Okay. Good luck. Hey, Snowflake. Samantha Howard is such a jerk. Language, Karen. Bad soccer practice? She took the ball from me. It was my play, and she just took it. Ugh! She's such a ball hog. I can't stand her. Well, next time, just take it right back. I did. Then Mrs. Schwartz yelled at me. Said I wasn't playing fair. Made me sit on the bench for the rest of the practice. I'll talk to her. No, you'll make it worse. You can't let her just... Dad, don't. Okay. I bet some ice cream will cheer you up. Dad. Two scoops. Rocky Road. With Jimmy's. Uh, but what about dinner? Mom will freak. Well, she's having a big work lunch. I bet she won't even be hungry. She won't mind. It's quality father-daughter time. You really haven't been around much, have you? What do you say we upgrade to Sundays? Hot fudge? Butterscotch. Deal. But you're buying. Dad, I don't have any money. I'm just a kid. You don't? What's this behind your ear? Ten dollars? <laughs> wow! You've been holding out on your old man. Fine. The butterscotch Sundays are on me. Well, you've always been a messy girl. Dad! she asleep? Like a log. Probably a sugar crash. We were having fun. I'm just making up for lost time. I know. Just don't start spoiling her, okay? Isn't that what fathers do to their daughters? Treat them like princesses? I'd much rather we be preparing her for the real world. Yes, dear. Don't make me the heavy... So... Uh-oh... Uh-oh, what? When you say, so, that usually means you want to have a serious talk. And that I'm going to regret it. Why do you treat me like the enemy? I don't. It's just, 
I don't know. I, I feel like I'm this wayward child and you need to keep me in line. Then why'd you come back from the road? This is my family. I thought you wanted... I do. I do want you here. But now that you're here, I need you to be my partner, not another kid to take care of. This is a lot of change in a short amount of time. A new job... I told you you didn't have to take it. The bank account is healthy. I'm a big star. Was a big star. And we need to save that for the future. Karen's future, if not our own. Still, we could have taken a little time first, become a family again, and then I could go back to work. A woman's place is in the home? You know that's not what I meant. Still, there's a societal expectation that men work, even if both partners... And go back to work to do what? Back to work implies you used to work. You've never had a real job. I bagged groceries one summer. And you think the stop and shop is in need of a middle-aged carriage shagger? Middle-aged? You know what I mean. That's a job for high school kids who need gas money. I have skills, Val. I could do sales. Gonna be some disgruntled shoppers when they find out the car they bought was an illusion. And watch me pull this rabbit out of my hat. I'm serious. And speaking of that hat... I put it away. No more magic. Oh, Henry. Okay, I get it. Man up. Be serious. Husband of the year. Now you're angry. Just, I need to think. You may be good with this whole talking with emotion thing. I can do one or the other, but not both at the same time. Where are you going? Up to bed. Okay. I'll be up in a bit. Still love me? <laughs> How could I not? There you are. Hocus, what are you doing here? I missed you too. Sorry, I, I, I've just been busy with my family. And you just cast good old Hocus Pocus aside like an old magic cat? What do you want? Sounded like things were getting a little heated downstairs, and I don't mean in a hubba-hubba way. Just having an adult conversation. Uh-huh. So, domestication. Everything you were expecting. It has its challenges. Like making a Ford Thunderbird disappear in front of 10,000 screaming fans. That's easy. Or pulling a 20-foot-tall robotic chicken out of a milk carton. Oh, that was pretty amazing, wasn't it? <laughs> One of my best. Our best. You know the theater you were booked in? Guess who's in there now? I don't... Go on! Guess. No? Britney Spears. Britney bloody Spears in your theater... Time's changed. It was almost carrot top. Fortunately, he came down with a sudden case of hoof and mouth disease. Did you? Don't ask, don't tell. Well, good for her. Brilliant comeback story and all that. Hollywood couldn't have written it any better. You know what will make it a better story? Professor Hinkle the Magnificent and his amazing return to stardom. Maybe once Karen goes to college. You know how old you'll be then? Middle-aged. And you know how many <clears throat> middle-aged magicians book theaters in Vegas? Brilliant comeback story. Come back now. 
while your audience still remembers you. Karen. We'll grow tired of you trying to buy her love with ice cream sundaes. I'm not trying to buy... I can do this parenting thing. You just watch. It's not quite as easy as pulling a rabbit out of your hat, Professor. Speaking of which, do you know where it is? Tucked away safe and sound in a hat box in my closet. Top shelf. Look behind you. What? Huh? How did it get there? Some promises have to be kept, Henry. I don't know don't what you're... Don't give me that. I was there. You said the words. Just words. Some words mean more than others. Then I'll just unsay them. Henry, don't. What's the problem? We had a good run. I don't need it anymore. Someone else should... You have no idea. Okay. Magic hat? This is Henry Hinkle talking. Henry? I hereby dissolve our agreement. You go your way and I'll go mine. Henry, don't! Happy birthday! There. That wasn't so bad. See, Hoke? Hoke? No, oh, I'm running late. You'll get Karen off to school? I got this. Go. Have a good day. You okay? You seem rather pensive this morning. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Really, it's nothing. Karen! Let's get a hustle on! Okay, uh, remember we have the school committee meeting tonight? Right. Why they can't manage a simple budget It's is... not that simple. We should have put her in a private school. We're not made of money. We could have been. Don't start. You know they'll have to cancel the Jack Frost Christmas show. Well, let's hope they have some good news tonight. Karen's been looking forward to that so much. Oh, we could take her to the show in the city ourselves. That's not the same as seeing it with your classmates. Yeah, it'd be better. No sniveling kids. Henry, please. Okay, okay. I get it. I'll see you tonight. Be good. I am what I am. So, even after those cuts, we're still seeing a budget shortfall of over $50,000. This reeks of mismanagement, Harriet. I don't see why you expect the parents of this fine town to make up for I'm your... not expecting the parents to do anything, Tammy. But the reality is, we got hit with two major snowstorms earlier than we've ever gotten before. We were unprepared. Exactly. That kind of confidence... Excuse me, uh, Superintendent Meany. May I say a few words? The chair recognizes Valerie Hinkle. Go on, Val. Thank you. I appreciate the frustration expressed by Tammy. This is a very unfortunate situation. Exactly my point. But to blame the committee for the results of these acts of God. And that's just what they are. He has something to tell us. He... You've had your say, Tammy. I'm speaking now. Hush. But... Hush. Friends, these are dire straits indeed. My own household budget has been stretched by the recent weather. Heating bills, plowing, it all adds up. If you blame the committee for this, you may as well blame yourselves for what you are all experiencing. We need to come together. Well said, Mrs. Hinkle. Well said. Do you have a plan? No, ma'am. Sorry, I, I don't. I think you're right. 
We'll just have to cut all non-essential programs until we get things under control. I could do a show. Henry. The chair recognizes Henry Hinkle. What's this all about, Henry? I'm a world-famous magician. Kids love magic. I can put on a magic show for them. Christmas-themed. You gave it up. A magic show, huh? We still don't have the budget. You don't need a budget. I'm donating my time and skills. I don't want my kids seeing this magic. It's the devil's work. They're just tricks, Tammy. It's not real magic. There's no such thing. Val? Kids are impressionable. Well, maybe you should teach your kids that magic isn't real. That's the school's job. That's what I pay tax dollars for. And so do I. Everyone, please, settle down. One at a time. Henry, please tell us more. I'll come to the school, perform my best tricks. It'll be amazing. They'll never miss not seeing that cheesy Christmas show. Who cares about dancing icicles when you can see Professor Hinkle the Magnificent make eight reindeer disappear in the blink of an eye? Henry, are you sure? Trust me. What could go wrong? All in favor, say aye. 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 Against? Nay. Well, as they say in the business, voila. It's voila. children. I am Professor Hinkle the Magnificent, recently returned from Rome, Paris, London, and Las Vegas. My, it looks a little dreary in here. How about some flowers? (laughs) Some flowers! always worked before. Well, no matter. Who doesn't love card tricks? I don't. Exactly everyone loves card tricks. Let me just give these a quick shuffle and... Okay, young man, pick a card. Any card. Got one? Good. And with the mystical powers of my magical mind, searching deep into the ether... Queen of Hearts. Spades. And it's a deuce, not a queen. Aren't you a little young to know about cards, kid? This is stupid. So are you. Hey, we don't need cards to have a good time. You kids like animals? Of course you do. Well, fortunately for you, I have my magic hat right here. I hold it like this. Say the magic words. Hocus pocus! And voila! A rabbit! That's not magic. You had that rabbit in there the whole time. That's Hocus Pocus. Not now, Karen. Your dad isn't a very good magician. He's a great magician. He's toured all around the world. Thanks, Karen. I can handle this. Come on, old man. Show some real magic. This stuff stinks. Real magic. Right. Of course. Um... Aha! Behold this large pitcher of milk and this newspaper. Now, if I can have a volunteer from the audience, why certainly, Karen, you can help your father out with this one. Um, Dad... Don't be shy. Step right up and hold this newspaper. No, like this. Roll it up. Perfect. Now don't be nervous. 
I'm just going to pour this milk into the newspaper and it will disappear like this. Dad! That's not how it goes. My new shoes, they're ruined. Well, we'll just ask Santa for some new ones. Oh, come on, no one believes in Santa Claus anymore. I do, and he will bring me new shoes, won't he, Daddy? Of course he will, Snowflake. This is so dumb. It is not. We should have got the Jack Frost Christmas show. You really stink, mister. My dad doesn't stink, Billy. Yes, he does. He stinks like your shoes. Stinky shoes, stinky shoes. <laughs> Karen. you were my dad, I'd be totally embarrassed right now. Hey, where are you going, mister? Hey, look at me, everyone. I'm a magician. Check out my magic hat. Hocus pocus. Then she ran off. I don't know where. She's probably hiding in the girls' room. Did you check there? I'll ask one of the teachers. I don't think I should... Good point. I was worried about this. I don't know what happened. Nothing worked. It was a nightmare. And the kids, the laughing. Think about how your daughter is feeling right now. You know how much kids need the acceptance of their peers? Why did you think this was a good idea? I was a world-class magician. You never had any faith in me, did you? It has nothing to do with faith. Performing in front of a bunch of drunks with a million dollars worth of techno-gadgetry whatever isn't the same as... I did magic. It wasn't techno... Henry, these are kids, and you know nothing about them. Hey, Henry? Hang on for a second, Val. Yes? We've... we've got a situation. Did she just say there's a situation? Hang on, Val. What kind of situation? The kids took that hat of yours. They, uh... Go on. They what? They made a snowman come to life. What? What? Did she just say a snowman? A snowman? I kid you not. I saw it with my own eyes. Bert the cop saw it too. Bert? Was he here? No, no. See, after the thing came to life, it went marching downtown with the kids in tow. Like some kind of bizarre parade. Henry, what's going on? Where's Karen? Is Karen with them? That's the thing. See, most of the kids went home after the parade thing, but not Karen. She was last seen with the snowman, heading to the train station. The train station? That's what Bert said. And that's not all. The snowman kept saying something. It was kind of weird and, uh, I don't know, creepy. What was he saying? Happy birthday. Oh, God. Henry? Henry? What's wrong? How in blazes do you sell a ticket to a little girl for the North Pole? Who even has a train to the North Pole? I'm sorry, sir. I... I don't know what came over me. I, I tried to explain to her. We had no trains that went there. I, I even tried playing along with the whole do you even have any money angle, but but I, I, I don't know what happened. I I blacked out or something. All, all I can remember are, are eyes. Eyes? Yeah, a, a pair of beady, 
black eyes. Eyes like coal staring at me from the abyss. The next thing I know, the, the train to Montreal is pulling away with your daughter on it, and... Uh, uh, and? And what? I, I don't know, but I, I swear I saw something white wearing a top hat. I need to catch that train. Now, the next one doesn't run until tomorrow. Sir, that's my daughter, and she's in danger. I can't just... Well, there is a handcar on track two. You might be able to catch the train at the next stop. Lead on, McDuff. Uh, I can't leave my post. Your post is now closed. You're coming with me. Wait, that, that can't be. It's impossible. It's not impossible. Just magic. But, but magic is... Real. Believe me. I always thought it was trickery, too. And a lot of it is. But this hat, it's different. And the snowman? There's something in that old silk hat. Something ancient. Something evil. It's animated the snowman. Let me guess. It it wants to turn the planet into a giant ball of ice, uh, enslaving mankind forever. You watch too much TV. The snowman is just a temporary construct. It's after my daughter. Uh, for what? Revenge on me, maybe? For breaking my deal with it? Uh, what kind of a deal? It offered me fortune and glory. Uh, in exchange for... Uh, for... My Christmas spirit. Wow, I... I thought sure you were going to say your soul. How, how do you get out of a deal like that? I don't think I can. See, I took back the words. I tried to cancel the contract. But Karen... She's the most important thing to me. I think this... Uh, hat? It really sounds stupid calling it a hat. Let's say spirit, shall we? This spirit, then, is after my daughter, and if it can get her to say the words... Well, you'd be off the hook, uh, uh, technically speaking, I mean. An even worse fate. Yeah, uh, there's there's the train up ahead, stopped at the station. Uh, looks like it's getting ready to pull out, though. You, you better hurry. I'm going to freeze to death on this thing. Cameron, I'm so sorry. Hello, Henry. Hoke. Hocus, what are you doing here? Where else would I be? Where's Karen? What's going on? She's fine, Henry. She and the snowman are tucked away in the freezer car. Right above your head, actually. You don't seem comfortable. I'm freezing out of here, Hoke. That's funny. Karen's freezing inside the car, too. I think we're going to have to hop off soon. Hop off? She's under this delusion that she's helping save us. Getting us to the North Pole. Us? What are you... It's becoming clear, isn't it, Professor? Me? The hat? We're one in a way. We needed some way to keep tabs on you. 
make sure you were living up to your side of the bargain. You've disappointed us, Henry. Hulk, you gotta let her go. You can have me back. Honest, I'll keep the bargain. Let's just catch the next train south. We can go back on the road. Atlantic City, Vegas. We'll kick Brittany out of my theater. We'll end Carrot Top's career once and for all. It's too late for that. You're damaged goods. Rebuilding your brand? Not worth it. You've got a new star. Young, charming, quite intelligent, actually. Must take after her mother. You can't have her. We made a deal. Oh, looks like it's time for us to go. Karen's fading. Goodbye, Henry. I tell you not to bother following us, but I know you will. And it will be that much better to have you see how it all ends. Cheerio. Hocus! No! Taking too long already. Where's your patient? It's the heat. It makes me all wishy-washy. Well, go outside. I'll watch you. We need to get her to say the words. Leave it to me. Look who we have here. Henry. Happy birthday. Keep your happy, your, your bon anniversaire to yourself. Now, now, Henry. Don't be a party pooper. You have my daughter. Let her go. Right, not, Henry. She chose to come with us. Free will and all that. Those are the rules. She doesn't know what you are. Well, there's no rule about using a little deception. And I'm just a friendly snowman. So friendly. Let her go. Or else? You have no power here, Professor. Why, you can't even perform a simple card trick anymore. You can have my Christmas spirit. Freely given. He doesn't get it. I thought you said he was intelligent. For certain values of intelligence. Henry, don't you see? An adult's Christmas spirit isn't the same. It isn't as powerful. It's jaded. It's about holiday parties and wassail and sneaking a kiss with the secretary at the Christmas holiday party. When we made that deal with you, you were younger. More of a believer in humanity. Peace on earth. All that stuff. 
now? Now we have a chance at a Santa-believing child. We've never had that opportunity before. We actually owe you our thanks. Thanks? Yes. Thanks, Henry, for helping us usher in the inevitable decline of Christmas. Oh, we'll still see decorations in the stores before Halloween. <laughs> Maybe earlier. And radio stations playing those pop star versions of Christmas classics 24-7. And Black Friday deals will be bigger than ever. But the wide-eyed wonder of a child experiencing their very first snowfall, contemplating the majesty and uniqueness of a snowflake, the warmth of spirit that comes with a family gathers celebration of a special occasion bigger than humanity. Or that will be gone. <laughs> gone? Instead, the only celebration mankind will experience will be a load of self-centered navel-gazing. Happy birthday! Daddy? Karen. There you are, my dear. Feeling better, I see? That's wonderful. Karen, come here. Now we can celebrate. Today is the first day of the rest of my life. So what do we say? Yes, Karen. What do we say? Happy. No, honey. Birthday. No. Goodbye, Henry. It was so nice to see you again. But it looks like you'll have to be going now. She said the words. She said the words. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters, stay in there and melt. I'm so sorry, Karen. Val, I'm so sorry. I couldn't save her. I tried. I... What? What the... Ho, ho, ho! It can't be. You're not. You're... Henry Hinkle, don't just stand there gawking. Help me out of this sleigh. What? <laughs> I'm not quite in sleigh-riding shape yet. A few days early, I'm afraid. Santa Claus? You weren't expecting the Easter Bunny. I wasn't expecting anybody. I didn't think you really... That's what losing your Christmas spirit will do, Henry. My... Mr. Claus... Sir, I... I failed. They've taken Karen. Oh, I know. You know? I see. Yes, um, I don't wish to sound impertinent, sir, but... What are you doing here? You needed help. I happened to be in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood? Fine. I've been watching you all this time. Part of the job. Then why the heck didn't you show up like ten minutes ago? You could have saved Karen! Prevented this whole... You mean I could have bailed you out? What kind of lesson would that have taught you? Lesson? You lost your way, Henry. You've been chasing the wrong thing for years. But I was a world-famous magician. What's fame? I brought joy to thousands. More like a brief sugar high. My career bought my family a big house. TVs in every room. Sounds like the county prison, actually. Rather alienating. No. But... What's important to you, Henry? I don't understand. You gave up all those things your fame brought you. Why? What's so important? Karen. Val. What about Britney Spears? She's got her agent. And Carrot Top? He can take care of himself. 
Well, there you go. So, Karen? Let's go inside and take a look, shall we? Karen? Snowflake? He's gone. He melted. You melted him. Honey, I'm sorry. I was too late. I hate you. You melted my friend. Nice work, Gendry. He wasn't your... Karen, I... Santa, can't you help? Santa? Yes, honey. Santa Claus, he's right here. What are you talking about? There is no Santa. Sure there is, honey. He's right here. Santa, say something. She can't see me, Henry. Only you can. What? It's too late for that, Henry. She doesn't believe anymore. It's up to you. Me? To do what? Help her believe again. Uh, Go on. You can do it. What's going on? Pipe down, Hocus Pocus. Karen, honey, I know you're upset with me right now. I embarrassed you in front of all your friends. They laughed at me. And at you. I know, honey. Kids can be... Look, it has nothing to do with the kids. It's me. I wanted so much to impress you. I've missed out on so much of your life. Being on the road, looking for applause, fame. I thought the adoration of millions of strangers was more important than that of one little girl. You. I was wrong. I wanted to make it up all at once, but I failed. I was still trying to use the wrong magic. What do you mean? It, there's magic that comes from a hat. It can make rabbits talk and cars disappear. It can make people cheer for more, but the next day, they don't care. They hardly remember. They're off chasing the next shiny thing and you're nothing but a distant memory. But there's another magic. A magic that comes from inside us. That sticks with people forever. It doesn't draw applause, barely creates a whisper, but it can be heard the world over when it happens. It's called love, Snowflake. When you have that kind of magic, you can change the world. You can turn night into day. You can be stronger than an ox and, and as tender as a ripe banana. <laughs> I like bananas. Yes, I remember. And I know, deep in your heart, you have this special kind of magic. It's better than the stuff in that hat that's in your hands. But my friend, I loved him. Did he make you feel loved? Well, no, not really. He kept trying to get me to wish him a happy birthday. And now? But you messed everything up. The kids at school laughed at me. Santa, you gotta help me. Oh. Okay, just a little. Ho, ho, ho! What was... Santa? Santa Claus? It's you! You're here! Confounded. Whoa! That's not fair! She was ours! Fair and square! Come with me, my little rabbit friend. Let's leave these two alone for a bit. We're overdue for a chat. What are you gonna do to me? 
I think you've forgotten your mission. What do you remember about eggs? Eggs. And chocolate. <gasps> Merry Christmas, Karen. Merry Christmas, Henry. See you soon. Was that really? I think so. Yeah. So what do you say, Snowflake? Forgive me? Oh, Daddy, of course. Will you be staying home with us for good? <laughs> sure. Unless... Thank you, thank you. It's wonderful to be here at the Peaceful Farms Community Center. I am Professor Hinkle, the Magnificent, and this lovely young lady is my assistant, the amazing Karen. For our first trick, watch me pull a rabbit out of my hat. Again? But that trick never works. This time, for sure. You have been listening to Arl Tradition's production of Frosted, written by Stephen Cardinal, and starring Terrellyn Tanner as Hocus Pocus, Brian Turner as Henry Hinkle, Maddie Casto as Valerie Hinkle, Ambria Rogers as Karen Hinkle, Eric Johnson as the announcer, Marissa Rothfarb as Harriet Meany, Stephanie Merrill as Tammy, Gavin Lehman as Billy, Jeff Harper as the ticket agent, Michael Whaley as the snowman, and Jonathan Hawkins as Santa Claus. If you're enjoying Oral Traditions Productions, please head on out to iTunes and leave us a review or a comment. Doing so will help other audio drama lovers find our show. You can also find us on Facebook or on the web at oraltraditions.org. Oral Traditions is a production of Straight Talk Entertainment. And that's this week's show. Check out all our show notes on sonicsociety.org for oral traditions and return with us next week with yet more winter tales of magic. Until then, I'm David Alt. And I'm Jack Ward. Have a lovely day, everyone. Bye for now. Sonic Society is written and produced weekly by Jack J. Ward and David Alt, with original music by Sharon B. at SharonB.com. All features, interviews, and audio drama shorts are owned completely by their originators and provided to the Sonic Society by Creative Commons Licensing. The Society itself originates from Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. Thanks for listening. This has been an Electric Vicuna production. You can listen to classical and brand new audio dramas through the Mutual Audio Network. Subscribe through Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, or iHeartRadio today. 
There's eight different podcasts, one for each day of the week and genre. And the Mutual Audio Network broadcast feed so you don't miss a day of your favorite shows. Subscribe to Mutual Audio tonight. Good night.